It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at even a bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. A call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Want to go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. The only thing better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. Welcome to the Fourth Line Boys Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 210 of the Big Show, some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. How's everybody doing out there? Another wild Sunday. As you're listening to this, the power of scheduling and editing. As you're listening to this, I am, well, I probably have an Ice Wars hangover 
as I'm in Edmonton as you're listening to this. But I am recording in my basement Friday night. We're leaving Saturday morning. Uh, so I want I didn't want to get, leave you guys hanging. So I'm going to, like a good teammate, I'm going to, I'm going to give you some audio pleasure here. Before I leave, so I'm going to record this. I'll have it scheduled. Boom, it'll come up Sunday morning like it always does. But I'm going to be in Edmonton when you're listening to it. So uh, I am going down for the Ice Wars event. Well, as you're listening to this, it's already happened. So hopefully the event went well. And uh, I plan on kind of bouncing around and networking when I'm there and talking to a few folks. I know there's going to be some tough dudes in the crowd. So, uh, you know, hopefully I could uh, I could meet up with a few people and talk to them and uh, maybe hand out some business cards and make some connections and hopefully get some guys for the show, for the podcast in the future. And then I hope the event goes really well. Uh, you know, it's it's on pay-per-view. I hope you guys bought it. And uh, like I said, hoping for some good fights. Hopefully no one gets hurt. Uh, but at the end of the day, they are punching each other in the face. So, um, you know. Just hoping nothing gets no nobody gets seriously injured, and uh, it should be a good time. Looking forward to having some beers and bouncing around the casino, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, when I talk to you guys uh, on Wednesday, I'll do a big recap of the event and uh, you know who I ran into and talked to and everything else, and hopefully, uh, you know, maybe won some money. Hopefully, pay for the stay anyway, because actually, the first night we're there, uh, we are actually staying at the casino. Um, and it's a pretty nice place that it, it, ain't, it ain't cheap. So, you know, hopefully we can win some cash. Maybe I can run into AJ. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully I can get a ice wars room rate. Maybe I can get a media room rate. Am I, me- am I really media though? I'll be media. Hey, if it gets me a room rate, I'll be friggin' media. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but no, I'm looking forward to the event, but, uh, yeah, guys. Um, how's everybody doing out there on this wacky Sunday? Um, like I said, recording this Friday night. Um, won't, won't keep you guys too long. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to pack, but we're literally going for two days. So it's pretty much wear what, you know, go with what I'm wearing and pack on, you know, a couple pairs of underwear and maybe an extra shirt and I'm good to go. So I got my Knuckle Busters limited hat. Go Team Swanson. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, guys. Um. Well, I'll do this first, and then we'll get into a couple things, and uh, like I said, I won't keep you long, but uh, as I said, I'm a member of the Hockey Podcast Network. There's over 50 shows in the network. Whatever team you're a fan of, there is a show for you. Um, well, the, the shows are dwindling down here as the playoffs, uh, as we go into round two, um, you know, hot and heavy, so uh, like I said, whatever team you're, you're a fan of, check it out, um, and then of course, for my off-network friends. Of course, we got Olin Salem there at five for fighting that mud show there in North Carolina. Um, yes, he. Uh, which what episode did he just do? Yes, he just had, he just did an interview with Anthony Collins, uh, East Coast League tough guy. Check it out. Uh, tremendous back catalog. I, I always say I don't like to give him too much credit, but I will in this case. Yablonski, Segroy, Rob Ray, Bialoas, tremendous. Um, also, five for fighting. He has a YouTube channel. And he's been putting up the East Coast League fights from this year. Over 300 of the fights from this year he's put up. He's going to put up a few of them from last year as well. So definitely check it out. Subscribe to his channel. Like I said, you're on YouTube. Just hit the little uh, subscribe button. It might not be a big deal to you. But uh, to a creator, it is a huge thing. Because um, it really helps out. And uh, if you could do that, that would be great. And you're trying to get Alec to 1,000 subs. He's getting close. He's at 8-something right now. So Depp 5 for fighting on YouTube. Um and yeah, he's uh, well. He's got his puppy there. He's training right now. Old uh, old Gates, the future hunting dog here. Yeah, 
So like he said, I, I hope Gates eats them friggin' Crocs of his. Yeah, but uh, five for fighting podcast. Give it a listen. Then of course we got Give it a Lazito Carnegie Joe Lazito, who has the Coliseum Chronicles podcast. It is a New York Islander enforcer podcast. Again, tremendous back catalog. Dakota Strudwick, Asham, Matt Karkner, Bolton. Check it out. Um, Joe, you know, with work, you know, hey, the Carnegie Hall, people are always singing. It never slows down. Joe's out there singing for his supper. But, uh, so he's been a little busy. But, uh, so the the uh, episodes have come kind of uh, sporadically here lately. I know he's got one coming up here. It's going to be an Eric Karen's review. Um, I saw it briefly on Twitter. I apologize. I was kind of cruising along. But I think um, he'll be like, his, his best fights or something like that. It's an Eric Karen's. Maybe it's a career review. I'm not quite sure. But it's something to do with Eric Karen's. I know that. Um, definitely. But check it out. Like I said, Joe always does a great job. I, believe me, I guarantee the episode will be thorough and a lot and very informative for sure. Because like I said, Joe doesn't just wing it like uh, some people. I'm, I'm looking in a mirror. Believe me. Um, uh, but yes, definitely, uh, check out Joe's show and, uh, he, he does a bang up job there at the, at Carnegie Hall, you know, he's, well, he was at MSG. So is Carnegie, would a Carnegie Hall be a step down or a step up? Maybe sideways. I'm not quite sure, but I tell you, as I'm going to, Ed, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm kind of getting, like I said, I'm getting ready to go to Edmonton. Well, but like I said, by the time you listen to this, I'll be in Edmonton, but you know, I got the Coliseum Chronicles shirt. Should I wear it? Yeah, that'll that'll be the shortest trip to Edmonton ever. They'll they'll let me in the front door and show me the back door if I if I show up wearing that thing. You know, they say clothes make a man. Well, you know, just saying. But Joe, Joe, Joe Lazito, give it a Lazito. All right, folks. Uh, well, first things I want to bring up, and I hope you uh, you guys take time to listen and support. Um, I was actually a guest on a podcast. Um, Harrison Harper, old Double H there. Uh, he's been on this show before. Uh, former Leftbridge Hurricane. He played. He just finished playing a, his uh, first pro season in the Southern Pro League with the uh, with Fayetteville and the uh, and uh, he has a podcast called The Project, and uh, it, it's a unique podcast. He's done about six, what is it, sixty three episodes and. Uh, I know he wants to, you know, b- between his like moving and playing and everything else. I mean, you know, obviously kind of an unsettled schedule. Um, I, you know, he kind of put out episodes sporadically. And I know, I know it's something because we talk about it in the episode about being consistent. And he, he wants to kind of come out on a more regular basis. Um, but yeah, it's a really interesting podcast. He's an interesting dude. He cracks me up. Um, his show is kind of, I don't want to say it's out there. It's not out there, but. I mean, he just, just like literally random shit he'll be talking about. And, uh, you know, he goes on for about 45 minutes. And, uh, like I said, just, it, it's, it's random shit. And, it, and he's had teammates on and other guys on. Well, this time he had me on. So, I mean, what does that say? Maybe it's smacking of desperation. I, that might be more, more accurate. But, uh, no, I had fun. Like I said, we're on for about 45 minutes. And I just kind of talked about, um, you know, the beginnings of this podcast and how I got started with the fight tapes and all that and this podcast. And, and then we talk about ice wars and stuff. And, uh, but like, I, I, it was just a fun, fun interview with a good dude. And, um, I'm, uh, when I get back from Edmonton here and, uh, you know, get some time, 
um, you know, because he's busy. Yeah, he's a he's roofing out there in Ontario, and then he I know he wants to get back to Calgary and move, and so he's a busy dude. But one night when he's uh, when it's kind of settled down, I'm going to uh, get him back on the show and just uh, you know we'll talk about his year in the Southern Pro League, and uh, you know, and I think it might be his only year. I think he just wanted to get like you know get out of his system, play up, you know, because he played junior, played college, and then play the year of pro, and then you know get on with life. I think so. Um, I know uh, I, I want to talk to him about the year in the Southern Pro and just, you know, the you know, what goes into playing in that league. And I know he had a call up to the East Coast League that uh, that was a little, um, well, I'll let him tell the story. I, I don't know if he's real pleased about it, but uh, but I think he wants to, you know, just talk about just the life in the minors, so to speak. And I know he's got a couple of good stories and um, very long bus trips and everything else. So I'm definitely going to get him back on and we can talk about all that, but uh the project, ladies and gentlemen, if you could, uh, it's on all the major platforms. Um, yeah, if you guys could check it out and, you know, give, give, give Harrison a download and, uh, you know, check out, I'd really appreciate if you check. Uh, I mean, you're probably tired of listening to my voice anyway, but, uh, for the sake of, uh, Harrison's show to help him out and, and <coughs> pardon me, even if you, uh, you know, if you want to skip my episode and go check out his back catalog or check out shows of the future, please do that. Like I said, good dude, friend of the show, and I had a lot of fun fun on there talking to him. So he's a good dude. Actually, we had a lot of fun talking off the air. We talked for a long time off the air, and it was uh, it was entertaining anyway. But uh, yeah, so if you could check that out. Um, also, what actually just came out on Crave TV for those uh, if you are familiar with the show Letter Kenny. Got a Canadian show about small town Ontario, and they got farmers and hockey players and skids and the whole nine yards on that show. Um, well, it's a spinoff show called Shorzy, and uh, in Letter on the show Letter Kenny, when they played hockey, the senior and the senior team, you know, they had the two Riley and Jonesy were the two main characters on Letter Kenny, but one of their teammates was Shorzy, and uh, you never saw him, but his face or anything, but you'd hear his high squeaky voice, and he. He'd be talking about banging their moms and give them all the lines and whatever. And, um, yeah, and he was just a character that kind of came in and out of the show periodically. Well, they did it, they're doing a spin off, and, um, and it's Jared Kiso, obviously, is Shorzy, the star of Letterkenny, is obviously the star Shorzy in this show. And, uh, yeah, it's just about senior hockey, and the first two episodes are out. They're just half an hour quick shows. But, um, one of the guys, Terry Ryan, is on the show. John Morasti is on the show. Um, Brandon Nolan is on the show. Um, and they're all on the team, on the senior team. Uh, they haven't started playing yet. They're just recruiting right now in the first couple episodes. And uh, like I said, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, you know, is it going to be rivaling Seinfeld as an all-time great comedy, TV comedy? Well, no. But I mean, ah, eh, for 20 minutes, put it on, have a couple chuckles. There's some good lines in it. And like I said, it's cool to cool to see Terry Ryan up there and Morasti and, and those guys. Yeah, hey, you know, hey, bit, bit of a payday for those guys. So that's all, that's all right. Plus you're on the, you're on TV. That's, that's pretty cool. And, um, uh, it, it just can't, sorry, I would have researched it better. I, it just popped into my head as I started talking about Shorzy just came on. Um, so yeah, first couple episodes are out. So, uh, yeah, check it out. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, Shorzy, Crave TV. Um, what else are we going to talk about? Uh, like I said, I'm, where's my list here? Um, 
No, just a couple couple little observations from the playoffs. Um, once again, um, I haven't I haven't watched any of the playoffs. I walked through the room uh, when I came upstairs the other night, and my wife was marking books, and uh, I was surprised she actually had it on TV. It was the Calgary game, and uh, the one where nobody played, decided to play net. Uh, it was you know the first game of uh, Battle of Alberta, Battle of Alberta, and uh, anyway. Um, just, uh, anybody that's listened to this show for any length of time knows I don't watch hockey anymore. It's been like over a decade since I've watched hockey. Now I've, now again, I've seen games here and there. Like if I go to my parents' house, it's on TV. Like I say, I don't go running out of the room or anything. I mean, I live in Saskatchewan. It's sort of on all the TVs where we go, um, so, I mean, I see it randomly and obviously I'm, I'm on social media quite a bit. So I see like if an incident happens or a fight or whatever comes across my timeline. So, I mean, I stay informed that way, but to actually sit down by myself in my house, in my big chair and watch a hockey game. No, that's not happening. And it's certainly not happening for the playoffs. And I could give, a, you know, a fiddler's fuck who wins this Stanley Cup. Doesn't matter to me. But... A few observations that I've sort of, uh, from social media and just reading people's stuff and whatever. Um, And again, I have no dog in this. I don't give a shit who wins. I don't have a favorite team. I don't care. I really don't care. So this isn't me being this homer or this hating on this team or whatever. I don't give a shit. But a few of the things I've found, you know, funny slash sad, um... Well, social media is like beyond pathetic. Like hockey Twitter is beyond pathetic most times. Playoffs, it's amped up to a whole new level of stupidity. Um, the us versus we crowd are out in full. But there was an argument today on Twitter that I saw that had like 102 responses about who has the loudest building in the playoffs. And like people are arguing. I always laugh because the people arguing, I guarantee have never probably been, they've probably been to like two rinks in their life, two NHL rinks, but they're talking like, oh, they've done the tour out of every rink and they have the decibel level thing and they, they know the loudest rink and, oh, it's like, who, like, who cares? Like, really? Oh, and there's guys like name calling and shit. It's just like, God, you guys are so pathetic. Like, who gives a shit? But like... I, I swear, like, whoever runs the social media accounts for these teams, like, amps it up. And, like, once again, not only on the ice with their stupid surge, but the Carolina Hurricanes social media team is embarrassing. Like, that, that I think that organization is just embarrassing all the way around. You know? Like, I mean, I know they're good and they're having a good year, whatever, but it's just, like, you're a bunch of geeks. Like, you're soft as shit. Your storm surge is moronic. And now your social media team is like, uh, they're making fun of beer and stuff. It's just like, you know, like, and I laugh, like you have to be, you have to live within the state to buy tickets or something. It's just like, oh yeah. It's just like, oh, whatever. I just, I don't know. And, you know, to switch complete gears, I, I laugh because of course the Leafs lose and it's like, have three quarters of Twitter is like just like ready to cry and has their head in the oven, like you know. But I'm I'm laughing at some of the like, like what was the Leaf coach saying? Like in the handshake, they got respect. Or it's like what? Like 
I, I've never seen so many excuses. Like, it's unbelievable. And it, it's just like... Well, and I laugh because if... Do you ever watch, like, a Leafs press conference? Like, with Shanahan or, like, Dubas or whatever? It's like... Or the players or just or just the media in general? Like, like up here in Canada. I mean, TSN, Sportsnet, all that. All those shows are based in Toronto. So we get a real Eastern bias in the uh, in the well in the media in general but in sports like everything's just like leaf overload right because it's in toronto and you know they're the most popular team in the league and whatever i get it whatever but so it's like leaf overload all the time so of course as soon as they lose oh what happened and oh my god and whatever so they're they just it's constantly interviewing players and managers and super fans and whatever there's always some leaf thing happening but i always laugh like when these all these guys are talking and it's like they talk like everyone's just shocked they didn't win the cup. And they're just like, they were one bounce away from winning it all. And they, like, and they say this without a hint of like, it's like, are you serious? You haven't, you, like, when was the last time the Leafs got out of the first round? Like, never mind, oh, we, we had a chance at the cup. And like, everybody just talks like there's all this promise. It's like, you haven't made it out of the first round in years. How about you win around first? Never mind, like, oh, we were just a bounce away and the, you know, the cup was ours. It's like, are you serious right now? Like, like I don't, I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just with the way they talk, I just, I, I, maybe I give them credit for the optimism, I guess. I don't know. But, I mean, you get bounced in the first round, like, all the time. But yet you talk like, you know, like I said, you're we're, we're one step away from, from Lord Stanley. It's like, you're not even close. Really? You're not? You, I don't give a shit. You can go on about the regular season. Oh, we had the leading score. He had 60 goals. And holy shit, we got Marner. We got this. We got that. And we're set to go. Blah, blah, blah. You haven't made it out of the first round. Like, I'm not trying to be a Leaf hater, but it's like, seriously, though. Like, it's not hate. That's just the way. It, that's the truth. That's the way. It, like, you don't shit on me. I'm just telling the truth. But they all talk like, like I said, that, oh, we're just, we're right there. We're on the cusp. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. But I, that, I, I find it amusing and it, it amazes me that people still talk like, oh, it's the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, it, it shit's on now. It'll get heated. Oh. And like you read, and I guess they just have to sell the bullshit because like you scroll social media and it's like they showed the picture of like when Lucic and Kane and them were like yapping and like I think Lucic dropped his gloves and sort of shoved Kane and it was just giant scrum. Oh, and the headline, Bedlam in game one. Bedlam? Like, oh yeah. And then, oh, this, oh yeah, battle about this one's, oh, it's going to be just anarchy. Oh violence Tampa Bay and Toronto violent like oh what are you what are we talking like and again and people just buy it but it's like how many more bullshit games do you have to sit through before you're not before you stop drinking the Kool-Aid like I looked it up so far as of when I'm recording 50 there's been 56 playoff games five fights five fights and 56 games and we're all still you're all still clinging to the oh playoff hockey super tough. Like oh yeah, 
Like, is anybody hitting anybody or, you know, like, I don't know. Just, just, anyway. Like I said, I'm just sort of rambling tonight, guys. Like I, I like I said, I, I don't, I didn't have too much planned. I just wanted to get something out there for you guys uh, before I left Edmonton. Um, those are just kind of my thoughts about the uh, about the playoffs. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't have any more in depth than that. Like, like I said, I haven't been watching any of the games, so I can't tell you what's going on. But um, you know, whatever, I. Like I said, that that all they all and they all oh, Chuck and McCain are savage chirps. Oh, okay, I said, well, that's all they do is talk, talk and talk and talk and talk. It's all these players do, and everybody just goes, oh, it's just yeah, oh, things are heated. Oh, big deal. So you you swear at them a few times, and like I said, what are you gonna do? Block them on Instagram, and that's somehow savage these days. Yeah, but. The only, the, the last thing I'm going to talk about, and like I said, you guys, any, like I always say with it, the listeners of this show, um, you know, I get, uh, the, the, the Facebook fight groups, the enforcer appreciation group, which Alex started. And then the, the hockey fights and brawls page. Um, I'm a member of both those and there's always pictures and there's debates and whatever that come up. And, um, you know, like I said, uh, both group, a lot of good guys in both groups. I enjoy them for the most part. There's always a few clowns, and uh, you know that's got that have to chirp in and have something to say, and um, which you know sometimes is funny. Most of the time, it's just sort of annoying when it gets. It's one thing I don't think he won. Oh, you know, whatever. That's fine. You know, that's we're just talking. But when it starts getting stupid talk, it's sort of just like. You know, are you are you doing it on purpose? Like, are you just trolling for something to do? Or sorry, folks, I get fidgety. I start playing with pens and shit. Um, are you just looking for something to do to cause shit? Like, I don't know. It's like you're a grown adult. Don't you have anything better to do with your time? But this week it came up. Somebody put up the Ken Belanger Bob Probert fight from Boston, and it's the fight where Belanger just handles him. And, uh, in fact, hold on, I'm going to hit pause here. Okay. I just, I just hit pause there. I went back. I just checked it again, just to make sure my, it's fresh in my mind here that I, I remember seeing what I saw. Like I said, I've seen the fight a bunch of times, but you know, it's not like I look at it daily. It's been years since I've seen it and I watched it again recently. Well, when this topic came up and anyway, (laughs) yeah, it's, um, like I said, we're just, just talking here, but it's like, okay. I've never seen, uh, like in these groups and whatever, I've never seen a fighter get more excuses made for them than Bob Probert does. And and that's what I said. The problem is, is like I said, the truth is good enough. Why do people feel, why do the fanboys feel the need that they have to make excuses for Probert all the time? It's unbelievable. I don't, I don't get it. I'm like, first of all, who, who cares? It's just a fight, whatever. We're talking about it and, he lost and he lost, whatever. But it's all, well, he lost this or he was doing that, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's always something. It's like, who gives a shit? Just like, whatever. So anyway, somebody put the fight up and basically said, what happened? Because Probert like literally doesn't really, like he mounts zero offense and like just, he just gets pummeled. 
and then, you know, whatever, gets ragdolled down. And when he gets up, he kind of throws one like he's getting mad and whatever. And the refs get in. and Okay. And then the, basically that's what the question was, I guess. Why? And a bunch of people are talking. And then it's like, well, oh, he was going to get going, but the refs got in there early. And yeah, Belanger's lucky. And, you know, because, oh, it, like if they had let it go, like Probert would have fucked him up for sure. And it's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, so what makes you think, like, that he was going to get fucked up? Like, because Belanger did, landed, didn't land enough punches on him to begin with? Like, I just went and watched the fight again, like I said. And I counted the punches. Belanger lands about, and I'm not, this is an exaggeration, whatever. I was counting them. You can go, like I said, the fight's on YouTube. Belanger versus Bob Probert, round one. Go look at it. In, it's in Boston. Belanger lands at least 17 punches that I counted. Probert didn't land any. And it's not like he jumped them. They had a fair square off. And Belanger switches hands on him, whatever. And as he's hitting them and whatever, and he ties them up and all that, he grabs Probert and he like yanks him and Probert goes down. Okay, and then the refs come in. Well, then he gets up and, you know, whatever. He throws a shot when the refs are in there, but they he stops, but, you know, whatever. And they break it up. Well, all these guys are going on like, oh, well, Probert would have come back. Oh, for sure he would have come back. That was an early stop. And then the one guy's like, oh, Belanger bailed. He doesn't impress me. Threw all those punches and then he bailed. It's like, oh, didn't impress you. Yeah, little big, big enforcer here. He, he's not impressed with Ken Belanger. Oh, yeah. He bailed. That, or, with the way he pulled him down, that's the same as bailing. It's like, oh, okay. And then another guy, we, we were talking, and it's just like, I'm like, so you figure Belanger was, after, after landing 18 punches to nothing, he pulled Probert down because he, he was scared that Probert was going to come back on him. Oh, I'm sure he was just terrified at that moment after landing 18 unanswered. Again, I'm not exaggerating. It was 18 unanswered punches. Well, then this guy goes, well, then I guess, you know, Belanger's punches don't really hurt then. He really can't hurt a fly. Because Bob was still there and he was coming back. Okay, I guess. Like, <laughs> I it's, why? Why are we talking? And then he kind of tells me, you know, and I, dude, I know you might, you're probably listening. You know what he said, what you said. And then you're like, well, for those of us who know, you know. We know. Or for those of us who know, we know. I'm like, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. Like, okay, you know. Like, all right, like, uh, dial it down a little bit, man. Like I offered you to get, well, and I want, and I wanted you to come on the show. I sent you a private message telling you to come on the show. We could record something. Cause I'd like to have a back and forth. I'm always looking to create content. Like I said, when you do two shows a week, it's tough to come up with content. And I thought, well, we could have a, you know, a civil debate about this matter on the air instead of here. I am talking to myself, but I am not saying it's, you know, the threads right there in the hockey fights group. Um, so I'm not saying anything that's not there. Um, you said he hit like a fly and he bailed and I'm like, well, okay. Like I, I don't get what he bailed. Why would he bail? I said, unless his hands were sore from hitting him from kicking his ass. Like, I don't know. Like it was just like, and I, I told the what, not this guy, not Turk. Not, well, I won't say your name. Not the Ryan guy, though. The Ryan guy who wasn't impressed. Not that clown. Uh, uh, you know, he's just... I told... I said, stop being the fanboy, man. Like, just... You know, like, oh... I'm like, so... 
Belanger lands 18 to nothing. But yet, in, in your guys' mind, it was still, oh, I'm like, oh, what, was it a draw? Because oh, Probert would have come back. Oh, he would have, would he? Oh, okay. So your specul- So I said your speculation has now become just fact. That that's that was what was that was what would have happened if the refs hadn't have come in. Probert would have mounted the huge comeback and took it to Belanger. That's that's what you figure would have happened. Can't see it after eighteen to nothing. Um, you know how, how many more punches does he need to get warmed up? How many? How much longer? How many more punches does he need to absorb to get warmed up to get into the fight? And again, I'm not knocking Probert. I love Probert. He's probably my favorite fighter. But I mean. Let's call a spade a spade here. I mean, he got his ass kicked. And you could, oh, he bailed and yanked him down and whatever. Well, Probert sort of allowed himself to get punched and yanked around too, did he not? Like, we've all seen Probert fight a million times. He's fought big, tough guys before. And he doesn't get dragged down like that in fights. He did that time. You know, it was Belanger just got superhuman strength or he's bailing or whatever you want to excuse you call it. It was just like, it was just this most bizarre it was like one of the most bizarre back and forths I've had. I, like I've said, I've never seen anyone get out punched like that. Now, see, now if it had been reversed and Probert had landed eighteen punches, and the, and then I, but then I get on there and like, well, the refs came in early. Like Belanger totally would have come back. Every one of you guys would be going up on how nuts I sound. But oh, but if when, as soon as it's Probert, though, oh yeah, the goat will come back. Bobby will make a big comeback. It's just like. Why, why, why? And I just laugh at some of these, like, Matt, I'm not talking about you, but it's just like some of these guys in there are just like, just these keyboard enforcers. It's like, dial it down, man. Like, I don't know. Like I said, some guy plays like Junior B and gets into two fights back at 94 and all of a sudden he's he's bouncing around these Facebook messenger groups and like and like talking like Belanger, Probert, and him are equals in the enforcing game. Ah, us fighters, we know how it is. Like, okay, you know, I it's just uh, you know legends in their own mind, I guess. But like I said, it'd be interesting because actually Belanger is a member of that of that group. I actually sent him a thing. I'm like, well, I'd like to hear his take on it. What does he think about fighting Probert? And like, what happened in this fight? People are saying you bail. Like, you know, what's you know, what do you think? You know, and well, and then the comeback was, oh, I could guarantee, uh, even even Ken would say he got lucky. Okay, well, he you can call it whatever you want, luck, whatever. He still won. He still beat Probert's ass. If anybody ever asked, did you beat Bob Probert? Ken Belanger could say, yeah, I did in Boston one night. It's on YouTube. Go watch. And he wouldn't be lying. So, uh, you, you, like I said, you can call it a fluke, luck. Call it whatever you want. Them's the facts. So, you know, what, what's the, you know, facts don't care about your feelings? Well, so you can sit and speculate and what ifs and what aboutisms and all you want. At the end of the day, the video's right there on YouTube. I'm... T- Everybody listening, Belanger Probert, round one, hit play, and you tell me what happened. Do you think Probert's making a big comeback from that? Can't see it, you know, and, you know, we could sit here and play what ifs all we want, but that's not what happened. What happened was, is Bob Probert ate 18 punches and got thrown down to the ice, and the refs came in, and that was it. So And he got his ass kicked, and that's the bottom line. 
So you can call me whatever you want, but you know, I think a couple of you guys are some daydream, daydream believers or something, because uh, I don't know what you're watching, or or you just you have to just yell that Bob won so bad that you just have to. Like it's who gives it? Well, like this whole topic is like who gives a shit? It was just a fight, and that's you know win some lose some. It all happened, you know whatever. And I will say whenever like a probert thing comes up and he lost, like I will say along like there's so many douche comments though, like oh it must have been on a bender, bad coke, or he wasn't coked up enough, and it's just like who writes that shit? Like why why would you write that shit? I mean, we all know his issues and all that stuff. Okay. Like, I, I like I don't know. Is it is it some big knee slapper? Like, I'm going to say he was high. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good one. You should be up on stage telling your jokes. Like, I, I don't, you know, not like oh, I read it and I'm offended. Nothing like that. But I'm just like, I don't know. Why be the douche? Like, just, I mean, I know some guys, some people just can't help themselves. They just have to be, you know? I like I don't know if it was my group I'd just toss you because it's like yeah you're just a goof you're a goof and then you go and look and it's like these people like I said they don't contribute anything to the group they're just little trolls that throw little snide comments and whatever and you know like I said I don't know who you think you're being clever like you think it's funny or like I don't know whatever it just yeah but anyway yeah, guys, I know this isn't like the greatest episode or whatever. Like I said, it's it's Friday night. We're getting ready to go. And I just wanted to get something out there for you. And, uh, you know, for, you know, Sunday, if you're going for the jog in the morning or you have to work and you're, you know, it's a commute thing or whatever. Um, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to give you guys something. Like I said, I want to leave you hanging. I know people, you know, they have their, their, their podcasting schedule of what they listen to. And Wednesday and Sunday are, are fourth line voice days. And, uh, you know. Or Monday, maybe, when you're driving. So, regardless, I always appreciate you guys. And I I feel an obligation to get... Like, that's that is my my scheduled days. And, and I want to give you something. So, like I said, it, this might not have been the greatest one. But like I said, I just wanted to hit record and just talk to you guys about a few things. And let you know about the project show that I was on. And if you could uh, give Harrison's show a listen. And... Uh, just want to talk to you about some playoff stuff and just some stuff that was on my mind as I was reading. And uh, it was a sort of just a general musings episode. But yeah, the Probert Belanger thread was just sort of just sort of out there. Like I said, somehow, even when out punched 18 to nothing, these guys managed to somehow, in their mind, Bob was going to make it a big comeback. So in that case, it would be Belanger got lucky. Oh, I guess so. Okay, Kenny got lucky. But, uh, whatever. Anyway, guys, um, Wednesday's episode will be, uh, yeah, it's just basically going to be a review of, of Ice Wars and my, my, uh, my weekend in Edmonton. And, uh, you know, hopefully, like I said, I could talk to some guys and maybe line up some future guests for the podcast and, uh, maybe get some sound bites from the, from the weekend. And, uh, you know, hopefully the, like I said, I guess it's already been over by the time you're listening to this. So I don't know. I'm, I, I'm hoping the event went well and, uh, you know, and I got to, you know, uh, network with some people and, uh, yeah. So Wednesday will be my recap episode of all that. And, uh, I have talked to a couple guys, um, actually just today and yesterday about, uh, about doing some interviews and I'm hopefully, um, well, you're listening to this on Sunday. Yeah. Hopefully, 
well, Wednesday is going to be the Ice Wars review. Um, I'm hoping on Tuesday, though, that I do interview the guy, one of them. That's our scheduled time, so hopefully, Tuesday night. So hopefully that works out. But regardless, I will get him on for sure at some point. Like I said, I'm not going to throw out names in case it doesn't happen. But um, it, we've got, we've, we had some lengthy text messages tonight going back and forth, just kind of getting some stories out of them. So I think if you're willing to commit that many times in text in stories, um, you know, I think he's probably fairly serious. I don't think he's ever done another show. I've never heard his name come up. So that should be fun. But uh, anyway, guys, I got to go get ready and uh, pack my couple uh, things underwear and uh, my Knuckle Busters Limited hat, Team Swanson, and uh, get ready to go to Edmonton for Ice Wars. But uh, I'm going to shut up and get out of here. Thank you guys very much for tuning in to this little, this quick little musings episode, if you will. Just some, just some rants from a crazy guy sitting in his basement in the dark. So, <laughs> but uh, I hope everybody had a really good weekend. Let's attack the work week. Um, Fourth Line Voice on Twitter and on Facebook, as well as on YouTube. Uh, check it out. Subscribe to the channel. Whatever platform you're listening to this, guys. Like I would say, could you rate and review the show? Uh, maybe don't rate the, maybe don't re- rate and review this episode, but the overall show. If you could rate and review it, I'd appreciate it. It helps me out in the searches. Um, you know, on the, on the, uh, on the platforms. And, uh, other than that, thanks guys. I always appreciate you tuning in. And, uh, Hey, if you ever have, like I always, like I always say, if you have a question, comment, concern, you like what I'm doing, don't like what I'm doing, whatever, drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. If you're on social media, send me a private message. If you're not on social media, email me hockeyfightsathotmail.com. Uh, yeah, just send me an email. Tell me what's up. I'd love to hear from you and, uh, let me know. I always, like I said, I welcome the feedback, good, bad, or otherwise. Um, yeah. Cause like I said, if I, if I'm doing something that I, if, like, like I said, I, I won't know if someone never doesn't say anything. So, um, yeah, let me know. Love to hear from you. And, uh, once again, I know there's a million shows out there and the fact that you chose, uh, the fourth line voice it, it really does mean a lot. I, I know I mess around with you guys and all that stuff, but it, it, I truly, um, I'm proud of the show. I'm proud of the listenership. Um, I think I've done maybe not so much with this episode, uh, but I think overall, I think my body of work is pretty strong. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to the, the weekend, the Ice Wars weekend. And it's going to be cool because there's that guys that have been on my show that are going to be there. Um, hopefully there's some guys that'll be future guests on my show that'll be there and I'm going to get in there. I'll talk to the guys and, uh, like I said, network and, um, and yeah, I got some business cards I'm going to hand out. And, uh, like I said, I'm proud of the show and, uh, and I, and I have you guys to thank for that. And I, and the reviews are strong and the, the listenership is strong. It keeps growing and, uh, and it, and it gives me a real strong platform and it gives me a real strong, um, not bragging rights isn't the right thing, but it, it, it's like, I know there's people listening and I can, I can say confidently to whoever I'm talking to that the listenership is there. And if they want to come on, it's a pretty, you know, no, it's not, I'm not saying spit and chiglets platform, like in that terms of, um, you know, of, of spotlight or anything like that. Not even close. Believe me, I understand where I am in the ecosystem of the podcasting world, but you know, um, you know, not as good as some, but better than others. I, you know, I'm, I'm sitting comfortably where I am and, 
Um, like I said, I've always been honest with you guys, and uh, this is something I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about um, once the event is over and some of the things that went on. Um, I'll, I'll talk about afterwards, um, but I'm just saying for right now. Um, like I said, I've never lied to you guys. I've always stayed true to what the show is, um, and I'm not a I, I'm not a hypocrite. And um, this will make more sense in Wednesday's episode when I talk about it. Um, but uh, I'm like I said, I'm proud of the show. I'm proud of what you guys have made it, um, and and I'm proud of the fact that I can I have the listeners that I do, and I can and I can use that when I'm talking to people, and I can show them the strength in the numbers and that type of thing. And, and that's all you guys. And I can't thank you enough. So, uh, yes, I'm going to ice wars and I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a good team behind me in the hockey podcast network. And I have some great listeners and, uh, I, I can make a pretty strong case to whoever I'm talking to, to come on the show. So, and that's all because of you guys. So thank you. But, uh, I'm going to get out of here. I'll shut up. And uh, I will talk to you guys on Wednesday for my Ice Wars review. And I'm sure some goofy shit will happen that I'll have to tell you about. So, all right, guys. Have a good weekend. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was 